the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Ooh, yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Andrea K Show. This is Gary Quackton. Oh, wait, Andrea's here tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to step in so quickly there. <laughs> hey, man, if you want to take over the show tonight, hour two, go ahead. It's Taco Tuesday. I have not even had my taco yet. And I got a good taco shop down the road. Oh, man, it's oh. Taco Tuesday. I haven't had my taco either. Do you You but, do you even eat tacos, man? I, you know, oh, heck yeah. You, oh, Gary's a fine purveyor of food. He does, are you yeah. serious? Because uh-huh. you don't look like you got an ounce of fat on you, man. If you're eating tacos, it's probably of the gluten-free, no That's fat variety. That's what he does, does for No, him. no. I love tacos. Tacos are great. They Corn tortilla <sighs> and the good meat and stuff like that. No, it's good. Yeah. It's all about balance, AK. It's well, all about balance. This is I true. I don't have 12 of them. I, I like, I'll have rolled tacos and everything. Okay. Three of them instead of five. You know. Yeah. Eat lots of good food. Well, mm. I yeah. I mean, I think sometimes I got to go four on the rolled tacos, depending. Depending on how big they are. Sometimes I got to go yeah. four. I'll, I'll do the five, but then I just won't eat anything else the rest of the day. Well, I also, I got to have a side of frijoles with my, with any taco I have. I got to have a side Here, of frijoles. you want to pick up some uh, Mexican food and bring it to the yeah. studio? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick up Yesenia's. It's right right down the street from me. Yesenia's best Mexican restaurant ever. Oh my God. We have so many. I'm not a me- Mexican food snob, by the way. I mean, I'll eat everything from Taco Bell all the way up to some of the high end, like That's another great thing about San Diego. Yeah, it is. In fact, oh, Diego, yeah. I would be super jealous of my hair gal, Miss Monica, who abandoned me with her husband, Jorge, who worked for Airboss here. They got re, got offered a, a chance to go to, to Italy for two years oh, with the Navy. And one of the first things I said to her when she told me was, do they have Mexican food there? Because as much as I love Italian food, I don't want to live. I, I don't want to live in a world without my Mexican no, food. No way. She's like, no. well, she's, she, you know, she grew up uh, it, in Tecate. She's like, I'll just have to make my own. Yeah. Me, Andrea, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I think you can get good Italian food, lots of different places. Good Mexican food, on the other hand, now that's a pretty mm. that's a pretty SoCal thing. It, it, exactly, it, it is. is. All Very right. much SoCal. Very much SoCal. Absolutely. And that's yeah, it, and it's one of those things I can't really live without, and people no. really enjoy. I go other places. I go, mm, this is okay. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we we have a lady that helps out. And she comes and um, does some of our house cleaning stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. she oh love the she rewards the you with some good Mexican food. <gasps> she brings mole, homemade mole oh, without chocolate in it, which is interesting because she has a bit me. of chocolate. Yeah, and then she um, had ma- she makes tamales, what you know, three or four different flavors. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. And it was funny because we said, so, Marta, um, when you and Pedro, when you guys eat uh, Mexican food, where do you go? She's, Yesenia's. Uh, Oh, (laughs) that's awesome. Official. 
Okay, I'm going to have to check out Yesenia's. All right, so Quack, GQ, Gary Quackenbush, GQ Law, heard every day here at 2 p.m., Word on Wealth. By the way, I'm loving the new picture they're about to hang on the hallways here. I know. GQ's got a spot on the wall along with me and Gorka and everybody else in the hallways here. Oh, man, you're making me sound important. Well, you are important, man. Mm. Um, Do you have any any wacky laws for us this week for Quack and the Whack? Well, if not, that's okay. I do. This one is kind of, this one is really odd, so it's not quite hilarious, but it's going to have, it It hits a lead into what we're going to be talking about with oh, our estate okay. planning twist today. Okay. Um, so this is in New Jersey. So in New Jersey, it's illegal. It, well, it's, so in the state of New Jersey, it's a third degree crime to wear a body vest while engaging in the commission of or the attempt to commit or flight after committing an att- uh, a murder, manslaughter, <laughs> robber, sexual assault, burglary, kidnapping, criminal escape. So I think it's really kind of – it's nice <laughs> that they have these protocols for if you're going to murder someone, you can't do it with a bulletproof vest on. You must uh, – Really, I, 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 I'm, I'm. Ver- you have finally made me go. I, I'm bizarre. I, I'm verklempt. I, for the uh-huh. life of me, I don't understand. It is so. Are, are they saying it's okay? No, you cannot. <laughs> if you wear, it's a third degree crime to wear a body vest, like body armor. So it's not a third it, degree dur- crime if during you murder or after. But if I, I'm confused, so so sorry for interrupting, but I I'm, I can't get wrap my head mm-hmm. around this. So so it's so it's it's. It's worse if you murder somebody wearing a bulletproof vest than it is yes. if you murder somebody without a bulletproof vest. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> See, it's a third degree crime. So that means – so they could – basically, it, it's something that would amplify the crime, I think. So if you if, – if somebody you – know, if you went in and they said, oh, that's, you know, that's second degree murder, no, because I had a bulletproof vest on, so actually it's first degree murder. I just – I don't just, understand this. I understand amplification, things like lying in wait is an extra charge mm-hmm. if they if they find that you were lying in wait yeah. um, to commit a crime or um, that you committed kidnapping in the course of murdering somebody. It's an extra charge. I'm not sure why because the person's dead. But, but I mean, the bulletproof vest – this has to have something to do with the – with, you know, the Sopranos and the New Jersey mafiosos. Right. Yeah, like we can't stop these boys. Every time we shoot them, they got the vest on. (laughs) I think they have to have the opportunity to be able to take the person out. Is it Gary? Is it Gary Quackenbush or was that Henry Hill from Goodfellas? I don't know. (laughs) Forget about it. Forget about about it. it. Yeah. So So that does actually tie in a little. Yeah, that does tie in a little bit too. I I just my mind goes to because well, okay, but see, it ties in. So we have to get the tie in. The tie in is. It's not a crime. In fact, <laughs> so dumb. If you're going to commit a crime <clears throat> that could lead to incarceration or imprisonment or that same thing, right? If you're going to commit a crime that could get you put away, make sure your estate plan is in order. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> As I right? heard you say that, I'm realizing how weird my brain is. that I Because actually- that's what you asked me to do. <laughs> I Gary, so if somebody's going to go to jail, should they have an estate plan? I'm going, Andrea, Andrea, (laughs) what did you do? (laughs) Okay, by the way, I've done nothing except I'm a true crime fanatic. I've been watching the Murtaugh, the Murda, 
it's it's Alex Murdaugh, but it's pronounced Alec Murdoch, and that's because there's a lot of southernness going on in this trial because it's in South Carolina. He will go to jail for the rest of his life on financial crimes, regardless of whether or not he gets convicted for killing the wife and the kid. But the, there's that. There's the fact that there's um, uh, Erica Jane. Let's talk about. Let, okay, so instead of somebody like I was thinking, Alec Alec Murdoch, who basically the reason why the motive for the state is alleging his motive for killing his wife and kid was to try to prevent the truth of his financial crimes coming out. And I'm thinking, Ugh. couldn't have some better estate planning, but been couldn't estate planning been a better route, right, to protect the money. You know, instead of instead of killing people. But then, uh, you know, yeah. then there's then there's a scenario of Erica Jane, who was married to Tom Girardi. He's just been charged with more, even though he's he's uh, senile and and has Alzheimer's, allegedly. And the, she I'm not I, and, and I don't believe that she knew. I I absolutely am convinced that he was able to hide all of his crimes as an attorney from his wife. And yet look at how her life has been blown up financially. So there's all these scenarios in which I'm seeing these high profile people and even I've known certain people in my personal life that were railroaded by a U.S. attorney that tried to get them convicted for a crime they didn't commit. And there's all kinds of scenarios, Gary Quackenbush. I know it sounds weird, but there's all kinds of scenarios in which somebody or their family member or husband could be facing prison time. And and I got to be thinking, is there a way that that could fold into good estate planning? Okay, I think regardless of whether you're going to prison or not, um, it. I mean, it. Everybody needs to. You have to be able to take care of the people that you're supposed to take care of. So yeah, I, I'm just kind of imagining after you brought it up, I'm imagining this scenario because usually I say, <clears throat> so, so kind of what got you to, you know, what got you kind of inspired or motivated to get your estate planned? And I can imagine the guy said, well, yeah, I'm just about to commit a murder. You know, it's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, let's hurry up and get this done. So when do you, well, that would be within the next couple of weeks because that's our typical turnaround time, sir. No, three weeks would probably be good enough. Yeah, take me that long to set things up. Like, okay, well, um, and I need to be paid cash, but not, you know. Of course, you don't want, uh, yeah, you know, and make sure they're unmarked bills. Mm-hmm. My gosh, so crazy. But it's like, it's with anything, regardless of whether you're going to go to jail or die or get sick or whatever, it, if you don't have things in order, it, it makes it really difficult, even worse on the people that depend on you. So if it's not like Murdoch, it's like, well, you know, the people that depend on me killed, which is sickening, but... But it's like if something was going to happen like that and you think, oh, no, this is going to happen, you know, this is coming down, whatever, you got to have your affairs in order. Um, you know, it, 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 like I've had to deal with people like we tried to get something signed while somebody's in jail. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's just a nightmare because yeah. you know, to get a notary there, we have a mobile notary and everything like that. And you have to make an appointment. It's just, it's really intimidating. It's a lot of work. And, and most people aren't going to use their last dime to call an attorney. So it's very, it's very difficult to get it done. It's not that we're unwilling. It's just a pain in the neck. And it's like, oh, and by the way, it's going to cost you, you know, two or three thousand dollars. Oh, I don't right. have any money. I'm in jail. So, so it's well, like, yeah, yeah. And the, like, excuse me for interrupting, but I'm flashing yeah. on another scenario. Martha Stewart still had to keep her business 
is going when she was yes. and she was not convicted of a, of uh, the act or of insider trading. She was trading. She was convicted for lying to the FBI about one email and went to jail for six months. This is why I tell people don't answer any questions of anybody. She she still had to keep her businesses going for six months. I would imagine that involved some some planning also involving her estate, not just business planning. There's also the scenario of all these people, 800 people that were dragged for this January 6th thing and thrown into jail. You just never know what circumstances are you where you're going to be where you're not just and I was thinking that there's all obviously dying is the main reason for estate planning but I got to be there's got to be all these other scenarios where people are just suddenly not in their life or taken away and there's got to be planning for that so what what beyond is there anything different for this scenario um, for estate planning beyond trust and wills or is it still all the same stuff Trust, wills, power of attorney. You know, if you think you're going to be away for a while, then a power of attorney. And I think, I mean, that's something that that I really, you know, because while you're away, like Martha Stewart or anybody else, I mean, you know, even white, white collar crimes, it just makes it you're away and you're away. You're, you've lost your freedom and you're going to be behind bars and you're going to be restricted. So if you if you need to have business transactions and things going on ahead of time, you have somebody that could function in your absence. And it may be now, you know, it's, it could have been an absence of incapacity. It could have been Martha right. Stewart got really sick and she started to run her business, but she had other people that could do that. So I think with any any of us, we just can't expect that life is going to go on like it is. I mean, 70% right. chance of, of becoming incompetent or incapacitated, 100% chance of dying. We just don't know when. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was out mountain biking Wednesday, loved to mountain bike, and and was on a trail. Literally crazy, crazy story. I'll just give you like super quick version is my friend and I, it, it was it like rain Tuesday night. So we said, well, let's go Wednesday to this particular area that we ride. And it, it works really well, even if it's wet, the dirt's you know good and stuff like that. So he, he uh, in the morning, he sent me a text and said, hey, do you want to just do a double, a double lazy and go get donuts? We'll skip Ooh, riding. We'll go get donuts. You got my attention. And I just said, <laughs> but I said, no, let's, let's just do an easy ride. Cause I was a little, little bit tired anyway. Let's do an easy ride. So we thought we'd go for half an hour instead of an hour. So we're on these trails that I have been on literally dozens of times. I hooked my pedal going down this hill. Um, it's kind of a complicated trail, but what I've does that mean? Hook your pedal. What does that mean? My pedal hit like a bush. Okay. It was about a oh, trunk okay. of a bush. It was about inch and a half in diameter. And what it does is it throws me off. So I'm over the bars of my bike. <gasps> and all I remember is when I, when I, I remember being on my face on this trail. Now I wear <gasps> a lot of stuff. I wear, I have a full face helmet. I have, um, you know, I, I wear goggles and elbow pads, knee pads, shin guards. I wear, you know, hip armor and all that kind of stuff. You're like boy in the bubble riding a bike. Yeah, and I so because I crash a lot. That's just that's just kind of me. That's my nature. I overcompensate my incapacity or my inability with like more adrenaline, and then I can get things done. So I ended up smacking my face. I mean, <gasps> really hard. Oh no! So I worked that day. I kind of didn't feel really well. I went to urgent care at night. Spent about three hours in urgent care, and then they ended up X-raying my head and said, "Ooh, we need you to get a CT scan." So I got my my a oh brain my, scan. Oh my gosh! To check it out, and they said, "Well, you know, it looks like you know it looks like you're good." And then I got another call that said, "No, now we need a, a, another scan." So it's like. I'm looking at that going, yeah, I'm fine. I'm in this trail all the time. It wasn't even a difficult try. I, we were trying to relax, have an easier ride, and that happened. And it was wow. like, it was sudden. It's like, 
you know, people look at me and go, gosh, you wear a lot of protective gear. Why do you do that? Well, because of what just happened. Yeah, for sure. You know? So, I mean, and it, and it could have, for me, it's like this big reality, like, oh, gosh, that could have been bad. I could, I could have literally, you know, become incapacitated or I could have addled my brain enough mm-hmm. to where I had, you know, some type of a concussion or a semi-stroke or something like that. Uh, and, and so I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's, it was just this really big dose of reality, like, gosh, dang it. And it doesn't matter that I'm biking i mean that's that's a risk i think it's less risk than riding on the street you know uh, uh, uh street bike riding but um it's not like i was doing some you know 100 foot long jump or anything like that that you know that's that's for another day this was an easy day oh it just goes and to I show you never know i mean uh, you never know a guy that i used me, to work I, was, with. I always feel invincible i i, I started <laughs> the thing andrea i'm sorry to interrupt I, I like people will tell me so um about maybe five years ago it started to really bug me people go so um, so what if what if you die before I do? And I go, well, that's a stupid question. Why would I do that? <laughs> you know. And I go, and I'm looking at this guy going, he's 40. I'm 60. I go, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, good chance. Well, you never you know, know. No, I'm not going to practice law for you know until you die, sir. Sorry. Well, right. It was just really weird. But people, you know, because I'm that age, and people like, yeah. I'm someday I'm going to die. Well, you never know because a guy I used to work with um, many years ago at Pitney Bowes Management Services was with his family on vacation to Rosarita Beach riding horses. He got thrown from the horse, hit his head on a rock, and died on the spot. <sighs> it just right. you know he was probably 38, maybe. Yeah, it's just you just never know. We don't know, and what what you what gets left. I have a will, a trust, healthcare power of attorney. You know, mm-hmm. healthcare directive. I've got financial power of attorneys. I got everything. Got my you know everything set up. And if it happened, if I became incapacitated or died, my wife's fine. Yeah, you know the law practice would be and horrible yeah. because you have to wrap it up. But it's well. like. But you know, but at least I have that stuff in, in and, order. And and should you go to the pokey, you got it all. You got it all ready, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And then the missus can just go and enjoy life, right? With you and the pokey, exactly. I'm sure she'll visit occasionally. So, all right, Gary Quackenbush, thank you for thank the you, giggles. Andrea. How can people get a hold of you? They need to get they need to get all their affairs in order. Whether get them in order, you yeah. guys don't wait. Eight five 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 hundred trust. All right, my dear. And text me and text me the Mexican restaurant because I got to go check it out. Yes, right. or whatever it is. Love all right. It. Yes, all right, my dear. Take, take it easy. Care. Yeah, you just know I'm hungry Bye. now after this. Segment. I know, right? I know. I got to go to Yesenia's right now. Teasing okay. me. Enjoy the rest of your show. Thank you, darling. Right. All right, goodbye. Bye. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Your daily dose of non-clarity from Joe Biden. I have no idea what he was saying to a bunch of nurses. And um, they didn't seem to know either. And we'll share that with you when we come back from the break. China is attacking the U.S. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show, on The Answer San Diego. Oh, Joe Biden. Always uh, the gift that keeps on giving. He's a giver. He's a, he's a giver. <laughs> 
Let's start with uh, we've got two we've got two clips of uh, Joe Biden at his most obnoxious and or uh, indecipherable. Let's start with clip five, Skins. You know, I know uh, I know real power when I see it. The divine nine. We're honored to have presidents, all the presidents here tonight. I want to thank him. And by the way, you know, I'm not I I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. (laughs) I know where the power is. I know where the you think I'm joking. I learned a long time ago about the divine nine. That's why I spent so much time at Delaware State campaign and organizing my campaign in Delaware. Um, okay. First of all, gee, isn't that just hilarious? Shouldn't he have his own late night talk show with, with jokes like, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. What? Can you imagine if, if that was said about a black person, if you had Barack Obama as a black president say, I may be black, but I'm not stupid. How racist. I am so sick and tired of this anti-white racism going on in the United States of America. There I said it. I'm tired of it. It's disgusting. It's filthy. If you can't get away with saying that against a person of color, you shouldn't be able to say it against a white person because you know what? We also have color. And I'm sick and tired of it. It's not funny. And by the way, who is this divine nine? He knows who the divine nine is. I had to Google it. It's nine black Greek letter organizations that make up the National Panhellenic Council on the campus of Howard. So what is some it's sororities or fraternities? What? That's I know who the power is, the divine nine of I'm I'm a sorority girl from the South. I've never heard of this. We have black sororities and and fraternities on campus. But this whole divine nine You know, the National Panhellenic Council referred to, affectionately referred to as the Divine Nine is composed of the following member, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Alpha Kappa Alpha, Kappa Alpha Psi, Omega Psi Phi. I I think we had Alpha Kappa Alpha at LSU. Um, But why do we have to elevate why do we have to elevate black people over white people in this country right now? That's not equality. It's not equality. <clears throat> My sorority at LSU, by the way, has black girls in it. How about we stop this segregation crap, right? Morgan Freeman was asked, and I think it was in a 60 Minutes interview. He, he said, I think it was to Mike Wallace. He said, I'd, I prefer you just refer to me as a man and not a black man. And he says, well, how do we end racism? And Morgan Freeman said, by stop talking about it. Hello? It's not difficult. No. And it's not cute to be racist against white people. Even uh, probably more articulate, though. And, and I, actually, I would rather he just say crap like this. Clip four. By the way, you docs are good. If there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses, male and female. You know why? You guys let us, you guys make us, allow us to live. Nurses make you want to live. (laughs) 
Okay, so I don't know what the first word was. He's talking to some doctors and nurses, and he ends by saying, you doctors make us help us live or something. You nurses make us want to live. What kind of pervy comment is that? Expect nothing nothing less from Joe. Just, he's creepy, racist. We we need to be we a need one eighty from Donald Trump. Totally, Donald Trump. I'm still hearing about how Trump is is racist and bigoted and this and that. This this the, the y'all, y'all elected somebody who talks about black kids rubbing his legs because they've never seen hairy white legs before, which is perverted and racist on its face. Same guy who talked about how you couldn't go to a Seven Eleven without an Indian accent and referred to Barack Obama as like a surprise. This guy's an articulate, clean, washed black man. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, in in the South, every family has the the relative that you're embarrassed by, and you, you know, and you just you include them in the family reunions, and you let them come down and you know eat the Thanksgiving but dinner. You but you know Andrew, what? I wouldn't even this guy get he, in the White House. Yeah, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't even. He wouldn't even be allowed to come out and join the Thanksgiving dinner in the South. I mean, he would be shunned. Okay. You can have a crazy person in the family who sits and mutters in, in different languages and talks to himself, but you know we don't we don't put up with that kind of that kind of pervy racist nonsense. Um, yeah, well he he got installed in the White House. That did not get that this shell of a human being did not get eighty million votes and get elected. I bring I bring it up again. Your people are telling me fair election. This guy got more votes than the charismatic Barack Obama. Speaking of fair elections, I will mention briefly this Fox News lawsuit. And it's supposedly big news that Rupert Murtaugh doc was saying a Dominion is suing Fox News for putting forth lies that, that were related to the Dominion machines. Uh, so this lawsuit is strictly related to the claims that were made by Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell back in 2020. And uh, what was revealed, I guess, in the depositions was Rupert Murdoch saying that basically they all knew that it was a big lie about the machines, but they, you know, went ahead and some of the some of the hosts like Hannity and Laura Ingram, uh, even though they said they knew it was, quote, complete BS, you know, they didn't want to alienate their listeners. And so they put it out there. And, you know, I don't know. I, I haven't watched Fox News since they called uh, actually since the Chris Wallace debate. I wasn't even watching the night they called uh, Arizona. Um, but that's that, you know, those Fox News saying that there was no uh, election theft at all. Uh, you want to say that, that you didn't believe it about Dominion machines? Fine. Right. That you didn't believe what Sidney Powell was putting out with these Dominion machines. That's fine. But if Hannity and Laura Ingram and others at Fox News still think that there was that this election was that the election in 2020 was fair and that Joe Biden actually legitimately won with 80 million votes and there wasn't theft of an election involving all kinds of stuff that's already been proven in court, like in Wisconsin, where a judge came and said the Wisconsin Election Commission had no right to rewrite election laws and do what they did with mail in ballots and absentee ballots and mail in drop boxes. If if there's anybody at Fox News who does not believe that this election was stolen in 2020, you need to be reconsidering why you're watching Fox News. Fine, they didn't believe the Dominion stuff. 
but there was far too many, far too many, like in the state of Arizona, uh, Rupert Murdoch was like, yeah, the numbers are the numbers that, okay, yeah, the numbers are the numbers. They did a recount and yeah, you're, you're, you're going to keep recounting 50,000 votes that were illegitimate. Yeah, those are the numbers. But 50,000 votes should not have been counted because they were done by dead people or people that were illegally voting out of district and beyond. That's not a legal, fair, and free election. Shame on Fox News. Going to take a break. We come back. Gee, what else do we have to talk about? I know. Let's talk about Alec Baldwin and cancel culture. Bill Maher says he can be canceled. But when will Alec Baldwin be? Possibly with this lawsuit coming up. Stay tuned. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You want to hear some good news, Skins? You up for some good like news? good news. Well, guess who lost her bid for re-election as mayor in Chi-Town. Beetlejuice, Lori Lightfoot. She is done. Stick a fork in her. She's toast. Breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. She lost her bid for re-election on Tuesday. I guess uh, there's going to be a runoff between um, <clears throat> Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson on an April 4th runoff. Um, uh, no surprise here that, uh, polling by likely voters was, it was all about the crime and the public safety. It was the number one issue. Um, her, uh, Vallis, who previously served as CEO of Chicago Public Schools and later the Philadelphia School District, uh, won the Chicago Fraternal of Police, Police's endorsement. Um, their murder rate is up was up 20% from when she took office. Wow. As if it was bad enough. Before she took office, a weekend in, remember back during the height of the Afghanistan war, more people died every weekend in Chicago and drive-by shootings, black-on-black crime, than died in Afghanistan. And it's up 20%. It since was she already took, bad. It was already bad. And it's gone up 20%. Um, so... There's some, uh, so I'm, I'm feeling better about Chicago that they got, that they dumped her. Um, but I mean, it's still, it's still far left, uh, crazy town. Chicago is crazy town. So anyway, good for, good for Chicago for giving her the boot. Um, oh, and also remember during COVID, remember, remember she, she was like, uh, Nancy Pelosi. She went and got her hair did in the middle of it. Yeah, she and, was one of the rule breakers. Yeah. She was one of the rule breakers talking about, well, of course, as mayor, she's got to go get her hair did. I mean, what do you expect her to do press conferences without getting her hair did? Andrea, she's a representative. She's got to be on point. <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> one of the people that I'm liking more and more, but I'm still not going to glom onto, um, because I think he's repugnant, but he is a straight shooter is Bill Maher. But who thought we'd be agreeing with him as often as we are? Uh, I'm- yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, and by the way, a lot of people don't know. And I guess I guess he's been showing recently that uh, uh, one of the reasons why Ann Coulter is such good friends with him, he is willing to. What I like about him is that he is willing to just give his opinion, 
And in Hollywood, there's a whole lot of people that are just, there's a lot of conservatives in Hollywood, a lot of libertarians in Hollywood. The majority of them will not do like James Woods, will not do like Bill Maher, and and express any opinion that is not towing the leftist Hollywood line. So I admire anybody. I, I consider it courageous that there's anybody that's willing to risk their livelihood in order to express their opinion. It's one of the reasons why I don't like Sean Hannity, because he's phony in order to keep his gig. He's, you know, when he was so far up Fauci's hiney in the summer of 2020, I just couldn't stomach him another minute. That is not a conservative position. <clears throat> and for him to be saying the crap, apparently, according to this lawsuit about Trump behind his back, while saying one thing, Trump and the voters, and saying one thing behind the scenes and one thing on air, you will never catch me ever saying anything different and in in, in, in expressing any different point of view off mic than I do on mic. If I hold a different position than I think the base of my listeners, I'm going to express it anyway. Or I just, or if there's a top, or if there's a topic where it, then I just won't, I won't talk about it on air. I'm not going to be phony. I'm not going to take a phony position. Actually, I never, I never say anything I don't believe. I don't. And in fact, when Trump took office early and I had some criticisms of him, I got a lot of, I got a lot of people upset at me because I was critical of, of, of Trump and because Trump is a human being and because human beings make mistakes and he was overwhelmed and facing two opposition parties, he was going to make mistakes. And if I pointed him out, people were upset at me, but I'm going to be honest. I'm always honest. And I like Bill Maher's honesty. And and uh, here he's here he is in this clip talking about cancel culture and that yes he could be canceled. Clip one. And I would say in the last three four years, I've never had that problem again, and it is such a pleasure. My audience who comes to my show now understands me. They think like me. They are, they have open minds. They're they're not woke. They're generally liberal, but they can be conservative too. And we have a great time, and there's no groaning, and I love it. But look, any comic in this era, anybody in this era, can absolutely fall off the ledge at any moment. It, it just makes me laugh when people say to me, you know, you're uncancelable. Are you kidding? I could, I would, in two seconds, I could get canceled. Anybody could. Right. Anybody could. They canceled Roseanne Barr over one tweet of a picture involving Valerie Jarrett. And took her entire franchise that she created away from her. That's what ABC did to her. So anybody can be canceled. And the fact that he continues to speak his mind on behalf, by the way. So what has he been honest about COVID? He's also been honest about um, and and not towed the Hollywood line when it comes to um, COVID, when it comes to religious freedoms. Do I do I think he said some nasty things about, you know, ugly things against Christians over the years? Absolutely. That's why I think he's repugnant. But the fact that he speaks up on behalf of it, the number one thing that he's honest about that the left hates is that he speaks on behalf of freedom. He speaks on behalf of freedom at times. Like it, like it or not, he calls it like he sees it, his point of view. And But if he's got a, a view that maybe he's a little bit more conservative, they don't like that. They don't like it. They don't like it. And I'm somebody that has friends that are far left. And, you know, because I, I don't require that people share an opinion with me. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't like some of the comments he's made that I think are ugly. But I, I think he's, I think he's courageous because he's right. He could be canceled. And speaking of possibly being canceled is Alec Baldwin. We're going to save this topic for the last. 
because it's my feel-good topic of the day. (laughs) Somebody who needs to be canceled and just might be, but not because of lefty comments he's made, but it could be because he shot a woman and killed her on a set. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. By the way, Skins... There wasn't a whole lot of pomp or circumstance to this, but today Gavin Newsom finally declared that the COVID uh, crisis is over and ended the emergency orders. Oh, just convenient how that went under the radar. Totally under the radar. I think it was, uh, what, a thousand days? Let me let me check the numbers here. Kevin Kiley tweeted out. A uh, thousand ninety one days. Then again, I mean, looking at it like a double-edged sword, I mean, that's great. But this treaty supposedly goes through or the accord, whatever, does it really matter? Well, you know, these these communists, you know, always want to be able to. I mean, they set the precedent. I mean, he really, you know, uh, they set the precedent that they all they've got to do is declare an emergency. Then they've got the right to shut down schools, tell you whether or not you're an essential worker, shut down your business, do basically do whatever they want to do with you. I mean, when was the last time you thought that that we had an, a, a, pan, a pandemic of the thousand and ninety one days since the first ninety one days? Did you did you think we had a pandemic? I never did. I was against the lockdowns day one. And we had the most draconian crack communistic crackdowns happening across the state of 40 million people than anywhere this California is what the sixth largest economy in the world and it was completely shut down. A lot of the lives destroyed. Never reopened. They're done. Li- lives destroyed. Within the first year, we had a medical examiner in Northern California who said that more people were dying from drug overdoses every day than COVID. It was a scam. Mussolini even admitted, when asked in a press conference, if this COVID, uh, if the COVID lockdowns and all that gave him an opportunity to get the programs that he wanted, finally, and he's like, yeah. That's why they shut down hospitality, gave him hotels that he could put homeless people in, restaurants that were desperate for works, and then they would do his meal programs. It's what it was all about. Do you think he, and I'm going to ask you flat out, do you think he ended the emergency because he now believes that a lot of people, regardless of party, know that the gig is up? Well, I mean, there's only so long he could keep, he could keep it open, and I think that I think that he's setting the stage to run in 2024. So he's trying to distance himself uh, from it, from it. And, you know, it might work. You know, every time you see somebody walking down the street or riding in a car in San Diego with a mask on, you know, then then, you know, oh, like, that- I'm, like I was telling you pre-show today, I was in uh, an undisclosed location doctor's office. I was sitting down. I have to go in to get uh, checked for a certain procedure couple of times a year i ne- i never uh put the, the the ear flaps on i always just hold it up to my face that's as, as as far as i will go andrea and a guy did not like that gave me the stink eye walked <laughs> to the other side and started complaining to somebody else that this is it, it's my fault why this disease is spreading okay yeah first of all man if you're listening um man up if you've got a problem with somebody don't be don't be weak and passive aggressive why didn't you say it to skins his face right exactly Walk, walking off and muttering under your breath is so juvenile and second of all was he anywhere within six feet of you at the point at the, at the point when you i walked think in? it was probably right at the six foot mark right so it, 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 so if he believed in the mask then he should have also believed in the six foot distancing business and that he was, was not in harm's way and he wasn't in harm's way he didn't even believe in his own propaganda. <laughs> so if you're listening, you are nominee for Stink of the Week. Not just because you believe in masks, but because you're weak. 
And if the one thing I can't stand is a weak man, anybody and, or, and, and anybody in general, I can't tolerate passive aggressiveness. You got a problem with me? Be a man about it. Be a woman about it. Be a mature adult and come up to me and face say to face. face to face and say, you know, man, can you put can you put the, the things on the, the mask? And then I would say no. And then you can say whatever you want to say to me. By the way, I was a little disappointed. Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm reading this headline today. And it's like Marjorie Taylor Greene attacked. Skins and I read the headlines oh, before yeah. the show. We were like, attacked? Attacked in a restaurant? We were like, oh my gosh. And and you asked me, you're like, was she physically attacked or what? No, I was hoping she was okay. Well, yeah. So um, we started reading the article and she was screamed at by a woman and her kid. And I don't know if she's the reason for the clickbait. I don't know if she oversold it. That to me is not an attack. Okay. She was verbally attacked. She was verbally, you know, confronted or whatever. I think it was distasteful. It was rude. We, we, we shouldn't have that. That's, you know, this, you know, Maxine Waters was, you know, telling people to go and do that. If you see them in a restaurant, da, 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 da. it shouldn't be happening, but don't exaggerate it. Okay. Don't exaggerate it. You were not attacked. Okay. Um, what, what would be a better word to describe it? Or, or, or you, or you describe what the attack is. Don't lead people to believe it was a physical attack, right? Um, what, what she was, was she was verbally attacked. She got some verbal pushback. She got, yeah, she got yelled at. Uh, to me, that's not even really a story. Well, I'm sure a lot of people on both sides of the aisle, Republican and, and Democrat up there in Congress, that happens all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, people, my sister was screamed at one time by a two year old because she didn't have a mask on in a grocery store. I mean, people get screamed at. I don't think it, it should be happening. Are we, are we too coarse as, as a society? Absolutely. It shouldn't be happening. Um, but it just, I, I felt like it was exaggerated. It was exaggerated. And we don't need our, we don't need our conservatives to be exaggerating. Uh, in 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 no, terms we need of what's to be taking the higher road. Well, yeah, and you know, and 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 say, you know what, I I was verbally screamed at and you know verbally abused. But call it for what it is. Call it. I I wish she had said I was ver- not instead of attacked. I was verbally abused by someone in a restaurant. And then, in the course of describing what happened, say because this is what Maxine Waters was calling for people to do, and tie it back to the Democrats. Tie it back to the Democrats. Um, I, I know I feel like I know it sounds like I've been been really hypercritical of Marjorie Taylor Greene lately, but I just feel like she needs to she needs to be, get better at her messaging. She mistakenly referred to a plan that she was behind as divorce, which is not a, a, a national divorce plan. It's really federalism. This I just feel like she needs to get more precise. Got to call something for exactly she, what it yeah, is. Yeah, she's got to use more precise language because it doesn't benefit her. And she's one of our leading MAGA voices, and she, she's just hurting herself with the imprecise language. Uh, so I'll leave it there. Um, I'll save the Alec Baldwin story for tomorrow because I felt like the COVID release of the emergency orders was more important. Tomorrow's uh, Wednesday, major hump day show for you guys. You don't want to miss it. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.